Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Hey, y'all. My name is Kevin. Hey, guys. My name is Danny. I figure I'd say that right off the bat because I always like take like five minutes before I get into that part. Yeah, that way people will know who the heck we are. I guess can, you know. Can I tell you? Yeah. When you introed it, I was taking a sip of water. That's why it took me so long to say I'm Danny because I'm used to you going off for about five minutes. So you figured you had some time to say I, something I before I had we time got to, to the intros. Yeah. Yes, I was. I was just having some water. I was yeah. ready to eat something. Uh, eat a snack. <laughs> so hey, man, up. how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, dude? I'm eager to do a show because it's been like two weeks. Absolutely. Like last week, we got the big snowpocalypse down here. The uh, quote-unquote winter event. The unsnow. It's like the <laughs> unbirthday party, but it was like the unsnow. Can tell you, today was almost as bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a little sleet. Yeah. That was about it. Did nice. you see sleet? I was inside most of the day. I had rehearsal downtown. I didn't oh, see yeah. sleet in the quarter, but you got sleet out here. I, I got sleet out here. Yeah, I was rehearsing with the orchestra downtown, and we walked to Central Grocery, and we mm-hmm. got ourselves a muffalata. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so, because I, I hadn't had that muffalata in Central Grocery. For anybody visiting New Orleans, just like quick, you know, just you want a little New Orleans magic. To get a, the original muffalata, there's a place on Decatur called Central Grocery. I highly suggest it. You know, I, th- I think Lee's, he's traveled here. I think mm-hmm. he knows Central Grocery, so he could probably vouch for that. But anyway, um, I digress. But yeah, it was, it was cold. It was definitely cold today, walking through that. That's, that was my whole point. Mm-hmm. And I was totally undressed for it. Not unlike, you know, some of the other Disney trips I've had recently where I was, you know, Luckily, I had some clothing. Actually, I was more prepared for that cold than I was for today's cold. <laughs> I'm just visually imaging uh, you being undressed for it. <laughs> undressed? Yeah. Unbirthday? Unsnowpocalypse? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of great. A lot of unstuff here. Uh, but anyway, so... Uh, oh. oh, I was listening to... <laughs> yeah, I was listening to our podcast uh, yesterday. Oh. And I guess... Um, I when, I, when I went back to, uh, to Stitcher, it just went ahead and did it again. I was like, Hello. wait, that's me. Yeah. I was wondering. You know what? It was distracting me while we were recording. I, don't, I hope the mic didn't pick that up because I could hear something. Yeah. But I wasn't quite sure what it was. And um, yeah, that was what it was, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So if you're wondering what that little blip in sound was, yeah, it's like we heard our past selves talking while our present selves were actually recording a show. Oh, we're actually recording now? Yeah, we're, actually, we're still recording. So oh, okay. I might leave that in because that was actually, that kind of amused me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard it, I'm like, wait, that's me. <laughs> I'm not talking right now. What is, what is going on here? You know, it's like a Haunted Mansion type effect. That's what it was. I was looking to see about where we left off at and yeah. Well, what did you have the show up on, by the way? That was Stitcher. Oh, look at that. Guys, we've been doing a lot of new things, trying to get ourselves out there and then let people know that we exist. So we are now available on Stitcher. You know, they have an app and stuff for the uh, that you can download for your Android and your iPhone and stuff, or you can uh, uh, create an account online and listen to it through your computer, whether it be a laptop or a desktop kind of a thing. Um, so you can find our shows up there now if you get all your podcasts in one place like that. That's definitely another place to go. Uh, we're also available on the Microsoft thing. Yeah. The uh, Microsoft the X- Windows Phone. Yeah, the, the uh, Windows Phone, Xbox Blackberry. Live. Yeah, BlackBerry, you, we're now available. Blueberry. Mm-hmm. We know that's Blueberry without the second without the E. <laughs> so it's like Blueberry. <laughs> like Count Chocula. Yeah, Count Chocula, yeah. So we're getting, Frankenberry, Blueberry. Uh, getting all our shows up there. Oh, we're also on the DisneyPodcast.net website. So you'll see us up there listed, you know, uh, on that particular website. We're also... On uh, Double Twist, I'm not familiar with Double Twist, but uh, you know, 
were on there too. If you happen to, I think they're probably overseas or something. But if you happen to be listening or showing shows through that, you can definitely check us out. And we also are on. Uh, well, hopefully, oh, that's about it. I think. I think we're. That's all the ones that we've done so far. Yeah. Well, uh, but yeah. So we have a lot more outlets for you to listen to it, and hopefully, and it works. We're gonna come out with an app that you can also stream our podcast on, so you can check that out, mm-hmm. uh, download it, and then you can always have our latest show going through without having to deal with downloading or anything. It just streams straight to your uh, listening device. And so, yeah, just look for a lot of those things to come. We're currently working on a website, mm-hmm. uh, getting that going. And we found a, the, this neat little thing that's going to allow you to uh, send us a message through our website, you know, kind of like a little uh, voicemail kind of a thing. You can actually leave us messages and everything else and uh, questions and whatnot. And uh, we can answer your questions and play it on the air and, 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 and whatnot. So, yeah, just a lot more uh, uh, opportunities for you guys to get involved with us or get in contact with us. Um, we could talk about Disney, you know, anything and all things Disney, and we can go beyond. You know, we can go beyond the Disney World. You know, we'll talk about Universal too, like I want to. Eventually, like when that new Harry Potter land opens. Oh yeah. Uh, I see a um, a field trip, a research report trip, a field report in our near future, because just to check that out, um, just to experience it and give you guys another side of magic. Mm-hmm. You know. Because we gotta, we gotta, we gotta explore both sides of course. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just rambling. I'm not giving you an inch to get in there. Sorry. That's okay. No, I was gonna point out. Did you listen to the uh, latest edition of the uh, unofficial? What is it? The uh, Disney dish. Oh, the Disney dish with Jim Hill. Yeah, yeah. Len Testa. Yeah, I did actually. They went. He talked about it. Was that not incredibly entertaining? That was awesome. Yeah. And you were talking about having to cover uh, Universal at some point. I mean, there's there's a lot of overlap, particularly. Um, there's a part in there, and I, I, I'm sure you appreciated it the way I did, because Lord knows this is one of our pet peeves about how, you know, I, I can't remember the name of the place that they were at. They were at a restaurant. Was it Finnegan's? 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 Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, Finnegan's. And it was like, Finnegan's had their own individual napkins. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was like, yeah, good luck finding that at a Disney restaurant. Something where they make some, like, they was talking about all the different stores that they were going to have in Diagon Alley, and how each of those stores, like, if it was for... It was a Quidditch store. Right. It was only Quidditch supplies. If, right. If, if, if it was, um, what you call it, if it was, there would be one for robes, there would right. be one for wands, and each of those things would, would only sell the, the one product that that Not, store was supposed yeah. to be for. And so they were, they were kind of talking about that, how they would have items personalized, um, not personalized, but customized for the location they're supposed to be in, yeah. and about how Disney just doesn't kind of do that thing anymore. And uh, when he was talking about that, it just... It, Brought me back as one of our first podcasts were about that. Non-homogenized items. Yes. Yeah. You know, you also notice on that podcast, and we're not, by all means, we're not down in Disney. We're just pointing out some things. But uh, uh, Jim Hill even referenced something about um, um, uh, one of the, I guess, I don't know what they call him at Universal, but one of the creative people at Universal used to be an Imagineer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said, whereas, you know, Disney likes to meet about doing, th- about building things um, Universal actually wants to do it and yeah. build it, you know, mm-hmm. not all those meetings. And so uh, I thought that was kind of interesting to see just, I guess, maybe an insight into the philosophies about what's going on yeah. uh, with the two things. You know, totally relevant. They're both magical places, you know, places that, um, and, you know, the title of our podcast is Magic Our Way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talk mostly about Disney, but we will explore the other entities as well. Well, you got to keep Disney honest. I mean, yeah. and part of the way you do that is through criticism. I yeah. mean, if you sit there and loud over every single thing that they do, what's the incentive to ever do? And I, I, I got the, I got that feeling again from listening to Jim Hill, uh, Lynn yeah. Tesla con, uh, podcast where they were pretty much saying, 
you know, the Imagineers, he felt sorry for the Imagineers over at Disney. Right. <laughs> basically, right. because it's, you know, yeah, the, pe- the creative over at Universal were having so much fun designing this and doing all this cool stuff. And like, yeah, we're just, we're working on this Seven Dwarfs thing. Yeah. That's really all we're oh, doing. Oh, yeah. Right. I remember him talking about it. So, yeah, if you're interested in listening to that show, I mean, the unofficial guide uh, podcast with Jim Hill and Lentes, a great podcast. I, I enjoy listening to, the, hearing the stories That's and just, you know, unbiased opinions for the most part. They, you know, they're, they're not afraid to talk about it. Um, but, you know, it's entertainment in their own special way. Universal does their thing. Dizzy does their thing. You know, there's got to be balance. You yeah. know, so there's got to be a yin and yang. So there's Disney. We got to talk about the other side. There's Universal. So mm-hmm. uh, both things just, you know, make us happy and stuff. So listen, uh, look for that in, in the near future. I think they're coming out. Mind Train and that's going to be coming online later this year, I believe, like in the summer. They were saying yeah. summer, but sometimes summer, summer means November. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, November. So mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to that. Um, well, while we're talking about podcasts, uh, Netcot, Van and Netcot, I don't know if you, I don't think you've heard this, but you probably heard me mention about it before. You know, that kind of, that, that preceded um, my involvement into listening to yeah. podcasts. I mean, I, th- I want to say the last time they ran was like, what, 2010? Yeah, yeah. 2010 was the last time he ran his show. And so, and now he's back. But I I did listen yeah. to the last one that he did. Yeah, the DCA stuff. Yeah, which yeah, as you, it's kind of an odd time to get back in the Disney podcasting, right? Because there's not really a whole lot going on outside of that. I mean, right. Um, it was kind of neat because his last show was about DCA when he visited, and then his first show back uh, was about DCA yeah. with the new stuff. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the last time he re- he did a show on it was. Uh, um, when it was still, I guess, Disney California Adventure before it was like Disney, like uh, before they redid the the redo mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that, that that was pretty interesting how we tied that in. So, um, but anyway, yeah, Van's good. You know, I, I, I've been a fan of his for for a long time. You know, since he came online, listening back way back when, and so I'm glad to see that he's back. You know, does, uh, a, does a lot of jokes. It's almost like listening to a podcast done by a Disney skipper. Yeah, uh, yeah. as if like, wow, he had to have, like wrote those beforehand, knew where he was going, and just hit oh, yeah. those marks. Well, that's what one thing I like. He's very heavily produced, and he does chapters, mm-hmm. which a lot of podcasters don't do. Like, if you wanted to go a specific chapter point in a show, you could just jump right to it. Kind of wow. like, yeah, he he puts a lot of work into it. That's something you could do in GarageBand and everything else. But it's definitely time consuming. I can see why he had to take a break because he did a lot of shows like that. All of his shows were that produced and well written and everything else, you know. So it was almost like a Dennis Miller uh, uh, weekend update back <laughs> in the day in the eighties and stuff. It was kind of it reminds me of kind of that guy, that kind of style of mm-hmm. humor, you know, dry humor joke kind of stuff. You know, it's like yeah, enjoy Disney, but not afraid to poke fun at you kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. so um, if you, yeah, if you if you like another good podcast that's come back, man. You know, Van's been a vet. He's been around about as long as like Inside the Magic and. Uh, WW Radio and WW Today, and he's he's one of those guys. I'm glad to see him return. You mm-hmm. know, there's some other podcasts I wish would return. Uh, you always hear me re- reference Beta Mouse, but you know, um, they they talked about the tech side of Disney. I don't know if you ever heard any of those. I saw it on Stitcher. So that was, that yeah. was another one that I remember you mentioning. That really, really good show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really, really good show. But anyway, I digress. All right, so uh, another shout out I want to mention goes out to Lee. Uh, you've pr- you've heard us read his e- read his emails and stuff, and he he writes into the show. Big fan of the show, but he just started his own uh, travel agency, a Disney travel agency, and I think Danny, you got it written up there. Yeah. Uh, information uh, what's it called 
Just a Dream Away Travel. Yep, uh, based out of Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure that he's from wherever you are in the country, he'd be more than welcome to help. Uh, you, you have his contact info and stuff? There's a website? Or yeah, whatever. you can call him at 832-570-5490. You can email him at lee at justadreamawaytravel.com. All right, yeah. Um, so congratulations to Lee on, on setting up his new travel agency. And we'll post his information, contact information if you want to book a Disney trip. Um, on our Facebook, he he, uh, we I liked him on um, our page, and we'll put it up on our uh, maybe our website if we get it up in time, but definitely on our Facebook so that you can get in touch with Lee and hopefully get your dream vacation going for this year. And also, too, while we're at it, uh, Lee tagged me on a post recently for people in and around or people visiting New Orleans. We know Mardi Gras come around the corner, and so some people might be out there visiting. Uh, our fair city and so if you want some disney magic in it uh, i was tagged in this post from the liners group um it says new orleans area people are you aware that there are at least two places in the city where you can get a dole whip uh the orange leaf on robert e lee and she says although it's not always on the menu it currently is Mm -hmm. and district donuts on magazine street both serve it uh, you know, of course, she says, well, it's not as quite as magical as eating it in Magic Kingdom. It might do for a fix when you need one. So if you happen to be in New Orleans anytime soon, you know, Mardi Gras is right around the corner, about a month away, um, visiting our city. And you want a little Disney magic, go visit Orange Leaf on Robert E. Lee. And that's out by the lakefront. Yeah. Uh, that's far away from downtown, more by Lake Pontchartrain. Mm-hmm. And uh, Magazine Street, uh, District Donuts, that's probably up there. Yeah, uh, I'm not exactly sure where it is. I'm, I'm guessing it's in the warehouse district. So it's called District Donuts. I'm not exactly familiar with these two places. I just kind of know the general area. Yeah. But it could be in that uh, Magazine Street area there, or it could be Uptown more. But I'm guessing it's in around the warehouse district. But anyway, yeah. So if you have any around, want to get a dole whip, go visit those two places. So anyway, I guess that's all the shout outs we got for this week. Um, let's go on to our next segment, man. Here we go. <laughs> So uh, while we were on vacation, this uh, this this what was it like two weeks ago? Feels like was it was it two weeks. It was about a month now, I guess. Isn't it been a month? Yeah, God, today's like the uh, what's today? The fifth or sixth? I don't know if just time's passing slow or what. Yeah. But while we're on vacation, Kevin and I had occasion to to be in the room and we would watch the uh, the Disney Information Channel hosted by, of course. Stacy, right, and I said at the time that what I was going to do was I was going to come up with some of those Stacy quotes because Stacy had a lot of good sayings. Oh yeah, she did. And we we're going to figure out a way to make a, a little game out of this. Well, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so I figured out a way to make a game out of this. All we, right. So uh, just a disclaimer: I know nothing about this. No, you know nothing. Danny either. said when we started this part of the show, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we started talking about stuff on this part of the show, just to toss it to him first, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So I am totally unawares. Yes, you haven't seen any of the questions. I have not seen the answers or the questions. They've been sealed in the mayonnaise jar. Yes, them. and and Stearns and Foster, whatever. Funkin' Wagnalls. <laughs> Funkin' Wagnalls, uh, you know, protected it <laughs> under lock and key. Right. So Danny, here we go. So in honor of the uh, what was it? The top seven must dos, right? Yeah. Uh, must sees or I've get I've got s- seven questions here. All right. Each question is going to be three lines. All of the all of which. You know, are going to be uh, Stacyisms. Stacyisms, okay. You call them. Do I have to fill in the blanks? No, no, no. You don't have to fill in the blanks. Oh, okay, good. One of those is not a real Stacyism, though. Oh goodness me! Yes, one of them is 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 not real. So <laughs> two of them she actually said. 
One she didn't. One I've had to make up or pull from somewhere out in the cosmos. And trust me, it's, okay. not, it's not easy to think like Stacy. Right, right. This but is true. She must it's be tough. on drugs. I, I don't know if they, they test it. She's quick on her feet or something. I don't know. It's so. the perkiness. Jeez. So, all right. So the listeners and I can listen to, uh, can follow this at home. Yes. All right. Here all right. we go. So here you go. Question number one. I'm going to give you three Stacyisms. This is going to be more of a warm-up. I think you're going to be able to get this one right after Okay. That. Okay? Stacyism one. I'm going to ride that puppy. Stacyism two. I'm about to get my ride on. Or Stacyism three. I'm totally tripping balls. Uh, the last one. Yes. <laughs> I know the first two on. I'm yeah. going to ride that puppy. <laughs> Those were the two easiest. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I know I'll use that as the uh, example question. That's so. my warm-up. So That's hopefully your warm-up. I guess I should have given the listeners a chance to think. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. You, you I just jumped should. to it. Yeah. But, you know, it's quick like that. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Well, you know, you can always add silence and post. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, yes. I'll do that. Okay. So, question number two. Question number two. All right. Stacy is in one. All right. And I am so ready to get exhilarated. Hmm. Stacyism two. I can feel it in my plums. Or Stacyism three, straight down the chute, brother. Let's get it on. All right. I know number three is definitely one because she's at a water park when she says it. Mm-hmm. Crushing gusher, maybe. What were the first two? And I am so ready to get exhilarated. I am so ready to get exhilarated. Or two, I can feel it in my plums. I'm going to guess number two. two. That would be correct. Right? Oh, right. okay, good. good, good. I, I stole that from Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down? Yeah, Will Ferrell said it. And, uh, again, I, I wanted to do, like, two easy ones off the bat. Oh, that's so, cool, yeah. So I kind of kind of dumbed those down a little I should play some victory music while I'm at it. Oh, yeah, you can do some, yeah. You can do some production work. Yeah, there you go. All right, that's for two questions. All Hopefully right. listeners at home also got it correctly. Okay. Right. All right, question three. Now it's going to start to get a little bit harder. Okay. Okay. Stacyism one. I'm just going to go number one. Stacyism, that's just that's too long to say. Number yeah. one. I think a sea monkey stole my towel. Hmm. Number two. At the water park, wedgies are free with admission. Number three. I'm talking about water slides out the wazoo. Read the first two. I think a sea monkey stole my towel. At the water park, wedgies are free with admission. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure the wedgies one is definitely comment. I think I've heard her say that. What was the last one? I'm talking about water slides out the wazoo. Oh, that's tough. Let's say the seahorse one. The sea monkey one. Very good. Is it really? Oh, yes. Yeah, you know where yeah, I got yeah. that one from? Where? Finding Nemo. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, where Dory says, I think, uh, when she says, a sea monkey stole my money. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, cool. So I just was like, hmm, okay, I'll, I'll steal it from there. Oh, right, that works. Yeah. I like that. I like okay. Yeah, I know the wedgie one, because I guess she just got off the slide, and she says that into the camera. Yeah. yeah I figured you're, this is going to be a game you're very good at. Yes, yes, so. yes. So, All so right. three for three. Three, three for, for three. three. Good job. All right. All right. Question four. Yes. All right. Number one. Whoa, look at those chompas. Okay. Number two, Mamma Mia, spaghetti. Number three, so get your booty over there to see Captain Jack. Hmm. I'm going to say the third one, the Captain Jack one. That is incorrect. Oh, ooh, no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Oh, it, no. it was the Mamma Mia spaghetti. Was it the Mamma Mia spaghetti? It was, it was. I know the first one was definitely one because then she goes chomp, 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 chomp. You know, and, and that's why, like I said, it, as, it, as it went across, I kind of like, you know, it was like, all right, I, those were a little outrageous. I'm going to start dumbing down the Mamma Mia spaghetti. spaghetti. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number five. All right. Number five. There's only three left. Here. Okay. Okay. Number five. Question one. Yes. Booyakasha, I am here with my main man, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Ooh, look at this little chunker monker. Mm-hmm. Or number three. Mr. Little, can I call you chicken? Oh, I'll say number one. That's right. Yes, I don't think I've ever heard her say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I got that one from? Where'd you get that from? Ali Jean. Oh, Ali Jean. Okay. Ali Jean. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, so very good, Kevin. You only got one wrong. I only got one wrong so far. Yeah, that was a, that one was the a chunker tough. monker one. I've actually had a. I went through and I verified that all yeah. of these were absolutely. I heard her. I remember saying the chunker monker because I couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't. I heard mm-hmm. chunker, but I couldn't remember know what the second word was. I I, I want to say it was like a rhino or something. Yeah. She was looking at when she said it. I can't remember exactly what animal it kingdom, was animal segment, kingdom yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Stacyism. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, we are. Yeah, number six. Okay. All right. So here's your Stacyisms. Okay. Love roller coasters. Love Aerosmith. Hello. Mm-hmm. Two. Totally feeling the need for speed. Or three. In the name of all that rocks, let's hit it, dude. The third one. Wrong. She no! actually said that. <laughs> she actually said. In the name of, and she said it in such a funny way. Really? Everything. She, I mean, that's part of like. I'm sitting here and I'm trying not to give it away. I, although it would have been great if I would have got like a perky woman, like to get joy to read these. Oh, that would have been her good. Yeah. Way, yeah, that would have been. That would have been perfect. But uh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, so what was the wrong one? The wrong one was totally feeling the need. Totally for speed. feeling the need. No kidding. I could have sworn she said that. You know that. that when I was actually doing this, when I got to, you know, like the later ones, I was like, you know what? As long as I do totally or baby by anything, it totally sounds like something that you would say. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Here's your last chance. All right, right? My last chance. So all right. I missed two. Missed two. So you're, you're two, four, you two, two wrong, four right, right? Four. Yeah. Four, four of uh, eight, four right. of seven. No, sorry. We lost four count. Four of six. Four of six. All yeah. right. Four of six. Here you go. Your last one. All right. One. And it's... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's what? laughing already. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and it's a lot like going to the real Africa, but without all the malaria shots and stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> Two, triple mountain whammy. Wham, wham, wham. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or three, soaring. It's a natural high, baby. Uh, the first one. Nope. She actually she said, said that. that? She actually said that. Oh. <laughs> So what, say it again, the first one? Uh, I, I thought I gave it away when I started to laugh because just reading it back, yeah, it, hearing her say it, it's one thing. Reading it back, it's like... She really said that. Yeah, she really <laughs> said that. And it's a lot like going to the real Africa, but without all the malaria shots and stuff. Uh, so what was, the, what was the wrong one? The the wrong one was soaring. It's a natural high, baby. Oh, like no Triple kidding. Mountain Whammy, I would have thought that you would have known. Oh, I knew that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She does the whole wham, 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 wham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she does the whole thing. Like, that one. Um, oh, that was tough. Yeah, that was tough. Hey, no, I, you know what we might do when we get our website up? I might put that game up. Did you make that up or did you find it? No, I made that up. Oh, then we might, we might put that up as like one of our little games oh, on God. the website. I have a bunch of them left over. Oh, yeah? Anything and everything that she said that just sounded interesting, 
you know, I, I just try to take the most outlandish stuff and put it in here. All right, well, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll definitely make it seven, though. We should have a seventh question yeah. to make it a, to coincide with the top seven. But that was good. That's seven, yeah. I like right. that. I like so, that. So you got four right, three wrong. Yeah, not, it's four not bad. right, three wrong. All right. Oh, so Better than average. How did you listeners do fairly? Yeah, I'm, yeah, you did that good, huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. The listeners just told me they did okay. <laughs> so hopefully they're talking to their iPods at the moment. Oh, good. But anyway. All right, so moving on. I just don't see how a world that makes such wonderful things could be bad. All right, so anyway, I started playing that because it deals with something else. I want. just want to share with the listeners. <laughs> it all has to deal with the words pregnant women. So anyway, yeah, there's a particular part. I think it's in the bridge of the tune uh, where she says, uh, sickest women, bright young women, or bright young women, sickest women, ready to soar kind of thing in mm-hmm. the bridge part um, and for the longest time I mean it's easy to hear with the headphones because I think it's you know she can tell she says bright young women for, I guess when I'm watching the movie um, I don't know if anybody else has had this but it's like what is she saying it, sound, it reminds me of pregnant women I, I can hear it I can hear her almost saying that yeah let me, like, let me. It, it's enough to where I, I would know it and I'm not taking anything away from Jody Benson with her enunciation she's a great singer I just my drummer ears probably filtered that and <laughs> heard the wrong thing. I knew it wasn't the right words, but I could never figure it out, and I never bothered to look it up. But here, here's a little segment I'm talking about. She kind of dips down. Yeah. So here comes the bridge. It's, it's toward the tail end of the bridge where we start hearing it. Here it comes. Now all I hear is bright young women. I'm like, Kevin, you're crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know. even like before. I'm like, you know what? You might have been right because I I can hear my I, I hear women. I don't remember right. quite what she said before women, so it could have been. And now that I hear it, it's so clear. <laughs> yeah, but now, now that you hear, know what the words are, yeah. But I mean, if you're driving along or something, you heard that uh, it still would filter in my head. Pregnant women. I'm like, wait, no, that's bright young women. You, you might need to get uh, better speakers. I probably <laughs> I probably so. But anyway, that's just a little something I just wanted to share with the uh, the, the, the Magic Our Way family out there. Just had to get that off my chest. I feel cleansed now. I feel better. That's, that's good, man. <laughs> <And I> th- <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> so anyway, if any of you listeners have uh, have misinterpreted, you know, it's kind of like li- lip re- bad lip reading. You ever seen that on uh, yeah. YouTube with the NFL and all that kind of business? You know, they, they did used to do something like that. They, like, they had a book where people like that, that have misheard lyrics over the years. Right. Like, uh, Jimi Hendrix, excuse me while I kiss this guy, as, a, right. as opposed to kiss the sky. Right. Um, who knows? Maybe that line's in there. Yeah. yeah Did you bother yeah. Googling it? No, I never Googled Well, one day I decided to a long time ago. Did anybody else out there report having a similar experience? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. And, you know, I can't, I haven't Googled it as of late, but I actually Googled I'm, the actual I'm words. I'm Googling it right now. What, pregnant women versus bright young women? No, I'm, I'm just, I'm Googling pregnant women, little mermaid. I want to see if anybody else. Oh, has this. actually put that two and two together? Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I might be one of the, the, the few, I no, guess. Well, I, hey, I'm lucky because my, my daughter is not of age yet to where, you know, I know every word to Dora the Explorer. Right. The, the theme song. I, I can I can sing that backwards and forwards. Right. So uh, you've probably heard this along. That, that's a lot more words to, to memorize. And um, Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody else has reported it. Are you serious? Yes. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's W. Okay. 
It's www.miright.com. Misheard song lyrics. Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Uh, misheard uh, lyrics, also called mondegreens, occur when people un- misunderstand the lyrics to a song. And this in particular, Little Mermaid, uh, misheard lyrics, pregnant women sick of swimming. No kidding. I'm, I'm serious. So I'm not alone. <laughs> so, wait a minute. It's submitted by somebody named Val. Now, it, did you tell this to your wife? And no, your wife? no, I don't think that's, that sounds like a totally different Val. Because the story, I thought she meant that she was pregnant and that they weren't allowed to swim. <laughs> submitted by Val. Oh wow! Yes. So, uh, yeah, that that's the woman who reported it as a misheard uh, lyric. But that that makes sense. That oh. if they were pregnant, they wouldn't be allowed to swim. Although, if you're a mermaid, you kind of. That kind of sucks, I guess. That's probably why she, she wants to get out of water. So, But, you know, I'll figure the water would take some of the weight off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. I think we've been stuck down this rabbit hole All right. for far too long. All right, man. We got a bit of sad news in the Disney world here. Um, of course, a lot of you guys know that I'm a musician. I'm a professional musician in the New Orleans area. And we just got uh, some news regarding ABC, which is a Disney uh, entity, firing uh, the Dancing with the Stars Orchestra. And let me read a little bit about this uh, article. Um, This is released by the AFM, the American Federation of Musicians Union. And it says, after 17 hit seasons performing on one of the world's most popular TV programs, Dancing with the Stars, the 28 men and women of the show's live backing band, the Harold Wheeler Orchestra and singers have been fired. Producers say the group will be replaced with pre-existing sound recordings and a small electric band to attract a younger demographic. And, of course, it goes on to say that the um, AFM president, uh, Ray Hare, blasted ABC TV for its decision to can all those musicians, you know. Um, they, they've been on the show for years, and all of a sudden they just lose their job. Um, kind of sad, man. I feel out for uh, my brother musician out there in the West Coast, just having to go through all the that that kind of business. You know, it's, it's just sad to see, but it's nothing unknown to Disney doing before. I mean, they fired a bunch of musicians from their parks just uh, willy nilly all of a sudden. You know, Future yeah. Core, um, some other groups have left. You know, a lot of performing groups that used to be in and around Disney World area just no longer there anymore. You know, just just at their whim. You know, it's kind of sad to see those guys go. I know. What do you think of that before I, before I go off? Well, I mean, I'm not a fan of reality TV. I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, but I would imagine that if that was a show that I would watch the big band atmosphere to, it would help lend to the enjoyment yeah. of the show. The atmosphere of the show would lend to the uh, enjoyment of the show. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I mean, unless they're, <laughs> unless they're so desperate to actually land some real stars on the show as opposed yeah. to like these you know has-beens has <laughs> maybe that's what they're, they're trying to do they're trying to save some money in doing that and yeah. uh putting it towards actually getting a couple people who uh who you've heard of before yeah. but I, I don't know um it, it's not anything i've ever watched before yeah it, I, i've often said it when people ask me about if you watch this show and that show and i'm not a fan of reality tv in general but i've always said if it if it doesn't happen on door the explorer i don't see it right yeah um yeah the same way with peppa pig yeah <laughs> uh, bubble guppies that's another, Team one. Zoomy, Zoomy that's another Zoomy. one yeah um so i mean if any of those guys got fired now i'd, I'd be in an uproar right right um right. 
I don't know, man. The uh, the Dancing with the Stars thing, it, it just seems like one of those little... It, it, there's a correlation to be made here with yeah. the parks in that when you start losing those little details... Right. Those little, I mean, is it going to affect the way the, the people dance on the show? No. But, no. I mean, it's just one of those little background details that help add to the magic of yeah. the production that once it's gone... You may not consciously realize it, but right. subconsciously you're like, eh, this isn't this isn't quite as big. It's it's now it's just It's just a it was just a regular a, show, yeah. Yeah, or it's just something. a dancing not, show. I mean. Yeah, yeah, nothing nothing special. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a shame to hear all that that kind of news, you know. This mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kinda of torn, but I mean it's like uh, Dizzy's done that to musicians before all the time, especially in the parks and stuff. And we know that. We've lost a lot of great acts in the parks. Um, you know, it's it, it. I mean, flat out sucks. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's there's no other way to put it. You know, I feel for those guys, and you know, they they you know you, they get a steady gig, seventeen years. You know, really, really seventeen. No, did I say seventeen? Seven. <laughs> yeah. No, it has not been on. I don't think reality TV has existed for seventeen. Years. Oh, seasons. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, not seventeen years. Uh, seventeen hit seasons uh of the of the dancing with the stars show you know it's 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 sad to see those guys go well chad's bono don't come cheap yeah that's right you know (laughs) um so my 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 hats off to those guys and hopefully they're 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 finding a way to deal with all that and cope with it but um man it's just yeah it's just it's just a business man it's a it's a volatile business i you know i don't like to hear it no uh you know i feel bad i hate that to happen to me it's like all of a sudden you have stability and all of a sudden it's gone but you know uh, well, I mean, when a machine takes your job, <laughs> right? <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. it's it's one of those things where you would think like a performing artist would yeah. be one of the last people to go, but no, no, no. Yeah, it's kind of like in the industry, man. When robots started taking the place of people, you know, I guess yeah. the same kind of thing starting to happen at the expense of I don't know. I'd be curious to see what happens. Maybe this is like almost the the demise of that particular program i never really watched a show i mean i just knew they had a big band which is pretty cool yeah i'd look at that and it's like hey I, you know, it'd be a nice gig to have <laughs> you know but oh well anyway so yeah if you want to read more about it it's all you just got to google you know uh abc firing dance with the stars orchestra and it's going to pop up and you can read more about it uh on upcoming or on, on your own and stuff okay and this is this is probably a good uh opportunity for you to go ahead and give a little uh warning to any other <laughs> musicians yeah. coming up that the gigs are the gigs are getting harder and harder to find yeah people you know as the economy goes you know people trying to save money and stuff i know a lot uh, there's a local theater in town that does a lot of pre-recorded music and that's you know they don't even use any musicians i think one of the shows only uses live musicians and you know there's a difference between the pre-recorded stuff versus actually having a live orchestra there i mean mm-hmm. it's very apparent is it cheap no yeah of course a live orchestra would be more expensive um but like you said, it's just that detail that makes a performance that much more special rather than just something that you just go and see. You know, it's 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 we're lacking that, yeah. you know, lacking the, the extra color in the art, you know, the extra depth to a production or to like a painting kind of thing, if yeah. to put it in like a visual term. Uh, but anyway, yeah, if you go see a you can go, if you go see a play or you go see a musical, I mean, yeah. you, you don't really need the live music the live orchestra to be there yep. for them to go ahead and play the music and for you to enjoy the, the performance, but it adds an element to it that it is there. Yeah. 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 So. Um, I know the same thing happened with the Phantom of the Opera Orchestra. There's a group that I used to, uh, uh, sub with, you know, I just, all of a sudden out of the blue, they said they decided to close the tour and it's like, you know, quite a shock, you know, I mean, they were, they were running for 20 years. So it was actually a really, really good run, you know, and I felt bad for all that. You know, it was, it, it was a shame. I, I liked doing that job, but, um, 
I don't know. It's, you just, you just got to keep moving them forward, you know, as does Ed Walt would say. Just keep moving forward. And hopefully there's a forward there to be had. So anyway, my hat's off to the Harold Wheel Orchestra and hope you guys are doing well out there. And hopefully we'll see you on another show. Well, but I mean, isn't there like a site that you can go to to help the, their petition? Yeah, there is. Oh, there is. Yeah, there's a petition site. I'm not exactly sure with it, but I'll definitely, I think I might have either put it on our Facebook, but if not, I will. It was. I, I saw it. I mean, it was a... Yeah, it was a site. Did you email it to me? No, wait, you emailed it to me. You didn't. Oh, I think I emailed it to But, you yeah. know, we'll throw it up on the Facebook. There's a little petition you can sign to complain about. It. And there's an email address to the producer of the show uh, where you can write and express, uh, hopefully express your uh, uh, disgruntledness regarding this whole issue. You know, but, you know, just, uh, just putting those guys out in the street, you know, it's, it's just, ugh, it just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's, let's move on to happier territory. All right, man. So the next topic I want to talk about is all the waterfront property that's being built on Disney's World Showcase Lagoon. Now, I thought about this particular topic as we were actually on our trip because, you know, um, they opened Spice Road Table, which mm-hmm. is, sits right there on the waterfront. They opened the, they redid the whole Mexican thing. Uh, they already had the London restaurant on the waterfront. Yeah. But think about that. What if they started doing that? with all the countries have some kind of waterfront property and you only had little s- snippets of places where you can actually stand on a waterfront to view like illuminations or something like that yeah. you know um one uh, you know i was thinking about this and i was like one upside is uh well you get fully immersed into the country now mm-hmm. you know um well let me put, put it this way if you ha- if every country on the world showcase lagoon had a little waterfront piece of property between those waterfront pieces of property, you have little snippets of views to the actual lagoon, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool in and of itself because of how the world is structured. The world is tied together by water everywhere you go. So you see a little bit of water, then you get to your next country. So the water kind of the view of the water almost acts like a buffer or a dividing line between the di- different countries that you have out in, in World Showcase Lagoon. So it's kind of like a, a little extra detail. The other upside is that, you know, you have the waterfront property and you get totally immersed into the country in and of itself, you know. So it's not like you look right or if you're going counterclockwise, you look right and you see the country and look left, you see the water Mm -hmm. or you see Spaceship Earth. But now you look left, like just like you're in the UK, um, you look right, you see English stuff, you look left, you see English stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're totally immersed into the country's culture kind of thing. Um, They were building Spice Road Table when we were there, but uh, just from the theming of the outside building... You, you know, you st- once you step into Morocco's area, I mean, you're, now you're on either side with that particular ar- architecture. You know, so I could see that's one kind of upside. And then the downside is you're limited to areas in which you can actually see uh, illuminations um, actually on the waterfront. Or if they decide to do that, they may start, you know, with the FastPass Plus thing, start... Um, Making you reserve those those choice areas to view illuminations. Oh, they already do that, right? Yeah, <laughs> they do that, and uh, but not all the way around World Showcase. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. But I mean, w- if they start building waterfront property of each of those places, they possibly could. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, like, what, what do you think? I think it's just another way to monetize on something. I mean, yeah. like you know, being able to book waterfront viewing of uh, of a ma- uh, illuminations. Right. I mean, it's, make I mean, it prime real estate, so yeah, to speak. I guess y- you're. Cashing in on uh, on, on something that people enjoy doing after the show. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, what am I trying to say here? You're cashing in on something 
that everybody that, wants to see. That everyone wants to see. People enjoy the show, mm-hmm. and that's a, a great way to watch it. I'd love to do that. Right. But right. I mean, how many tables exactly are going to be right on the window so you can do it? Um, that's that'd be my question. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's nice to have that waterfront eatery. Or is it going to be open out front? I mean, I don't, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it either. I, I know Mexico, they got some tables by the water. Mm-hmm. And I know the uh, the English restaurant, you could sit uh, close to the water, mm-hmm. you know, which is, I, I like the waterfront views. I think it's kind of cool yeah. uh, to see all that. But, you know, if you're just like hanging out in the pavilion, you don't, you, you don't see the lagoon at all if you're within the country mm-hmm. which is cool from an immersive standpoint but yeah. from like an illumination standpoint not cool <laughs> you know you can't really see the globe as much or anything else right and i mean really i mean if you're eating um what other reason is there to have waterfront property i mean like you're talking about being immersed in something uh-huh. if you if you're able to look out over the water and you're able to see spaceship earth if you're able to see the various other countries doesn't it yeah. take you out of the illusion that oh i'm in china oh i'm in morocco it, it takes you out of the illusion to see all of that yeah. so it seems to me that if you're within the restaurant itself and you're able to look at the only reason to put put it right there is to be able to charge you to have a table to watch illumination oh, that makes sense yeah i could totally see that i could totally see that um i mean I, i've got no problem with them trying to make money off of yeah. You know, off of having that experience because I'm sure it'd be a nice experience. Um, yeah. I don't know who, how they get to decide who gets that view though. Right, right, um, right. Yeah, I guess that'd be the tough part. I guess another ADR, so it, to speak. It, you have to ADR a specific table location versus the restaurant in and of itself, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it, I... And honestly, they have to justify, and I'm sure we'll get to this in a minute, but um, they also have to justify them using illuminations as one of their uh, choices right. for the uh, the rise. The fa- yeah, yeah. The, 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 what you call it? The, the tiered. Uh, the tiered uh, yeah, the Fast Pass Plus thing. There you go. Um, because right now what you what you have is sp- uh, Soren, mm-hmm. Test Track. Right. And Norway, Norway is considered one of those top attractions. Yeah, the Maelstrom, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and Illuminations is the fourth. Right, right. And neither, in my mind, neither Norway or, or Illuminations deserve to be anywhere in that the conversation. Right, right. But if suddenly you run out of room to watch Illuminations on, well, maybe. Yeah, it might be a valid choice. I guess, I guess that's what they're, dri- they're setting themselves up to. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I like the immersion. I like being able to go into a country's area and then I'm all about the country. You know, I wouldn't even mind if one of those, if one, it doesn't have to be all the restaurants, but maybe one of those restaurants would almost have like windows, like you don't see World Showcase Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Like you might see a themed window, a la like Tiki Room yeah, or something like that. You know, you look out and you see, maybe you get transported to China, you know, and you get like fake Chinese weather and stuff. Like or a they, Chinese diorama. Yeah, a Chinese the, diorama yeah. and yeah. then it gets sunlight, it gets dark, you know, or uh, I mean, just like the Mexican restaurant, you know, it's always nighttime inside that restaurant, you know, you're in, tra- you're on the a Mexican river, mm-hmm. El Rio de Temple, I oh, guess, yeah. I don't know if they still call it that. Uh, as far as the body of water, but anyway, you see the temples, and it's always nighttime. You always have that, you know, that that fiesta atmosphere at night. You know, maybe that's it's a good way just to kind of set that up. I think that, but then you know, if they did the fake windows, what's the point of putting it on the water, right? It's pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's the other side. But uh, there's an idea. I wouldn't mind a restaurant. Maybe they could do something with that little what was supposed to be Africa area, the refreshment outpost or whatever. Maybe they can do something like that. Well, that's really what they should be putting their money towards is adding another uh, section. Another section, yeah. That's another topic. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole other thing. Things that we wish would happen, you know. Even even like the attractions that were supposed to be in Epcot for each pavilion 
why don't they throw their money to that or something? You know, that, that'd be cool to see. I mean, I love World Showcase. Or even just, you know, uh, well, you know what? I'm sure we'll cover it when we get to Sean's. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk more about that when we're dealing with the Fast Pass Plus thing. Yeah. But, um, I guess we could talk about it next. <laughs> Let's do that. All right. All right, y'all. Uh, so I'm always asking for input from you guys, and uh, I'm always very happy when we hear from our listeners and stuff. Um, this is a guy by the name of Sean. Uh, he's uh, uh, at fish. At fish Sean Wu. Yep, that's his Twitter handle. And so he sent us an email. And actually, I got to talk with him on Twitter. He happened to be going down to Disney World a couple of weeks back. And I asked him, hey, man, I'd like to, uh, I would love to hear your take on the new FastPass Plus system. And if you want to, you can either record or write a little report for us, and we'll read it on the air or play it on the air. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, let me go ahead and, and uh, read his email first. We'll talk about something else that we're going to do for the listeners as well. Uh, but anyway... Um, Let's see. He says, okay, there's a lot of material there, so feel free to paraphrase, cut it down, or don't use it. That's, that's an audio file that he sent us. I'll talk more about that in a sec. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he says, regarding FastPass Plus, I hate FastPass Plus. It's really screwed up my touring. It was okay before the tiering, but with the tiered FastPasses, you have no choice but to show up to the park early to minimize wait times. This kind of takes the bang out of planning early and having a relaxing day at the parks. Also, the three pass max is ridiculous. I used to be able to get uh, six to eight fast passes with the old system. The fact that long-standing annual pass holders cannot book in advance is a sin. Uh, this has created longer lines at attractions that very rarely had lines before. A few tweaks, and it would be awesome. Three fast pass max, but after you use them, allow you to book two or three more if available. Uh, another tweak, he says, tiering must go. Before tiering, it was great. Fast pass for Rockin' at 12 and a fast pass for Toy Story at 1. You don't have to rush to the park early. Prior to tiering, the experience was great despite the three pass max. Thanks, Sean. So thanks for writing. Yeah, uh, we talked about our experience with the fast pass thing, um, uh, uh, I guess, from our trip and stuff. And mm -hmm. I, he went before annual pass holders had a chance to uh, do the fast pass take part in the fast pass plus system they didn't have the magic bands sent out to any annual pass holders or whatnot it was mostly just resort guests mm -hmm. you know which is kind of you know i thought about it he mentions this he, this is what I actually did he actually recorded uh, a pretty decent little snippet uh, i'll tell you what we're going to do with that in a little in a second um about his he talks about his, the fast pass plus system and his experiences with it as he was touring through epcot with him and his kids um <laughs> But anyway, you know, it's kind of funny when you think about annual pass holders, you know, they pretty much bought an annual pass, you know, they're probably going to go again. There's a really good chance. Mm -hmm. You know, why weren't they like up high on the echelon as far as people that were to get the magic band so they can book the fast pass plus, you know, I don't, I, I kind of started thinking about that. I was like, you know, why, you know, I, I already submitted money to this. Uh, I'm really going to go back. Why didn't they give us, give us that opportunity to do something or even, even DVC for that matter, you know? Well, just spitballing here. Could it be because they're like, well, annual pass holders, these are people that come here all the time. Yeah. Getting in lines for attractions, uh, maybe not as important to them. Maybe yeah. fast pass not as important. I don't know. Because they come often enough that we're yeah. for the for the like, one timer. Yeah, it, I'm sure a lot of annual pass holders yeah. are local or people who are able to get there at least once a month. So right. maybe like having a checklist of attractions that you need to get into. Yeah. I mean. Let's face it. If you're on a vacation, you're only there for four days. Right. You, you get in, get out, get in, get out, get in, get out. Right. And then you go back to um, 
uh, wherever you're from. Yeah. So maybe that's the idea behind it, that people who uh, are annual pass holders, people who are local, are people yeah. who can afford to wait in line or afford to... I mean, I'm not saying that... I'm not saying whether or not the decision is right or wrong. Right. I'm just, I'm trying to understand why annual pass holders would have been excluded from that. Yeah. And that's the only thing I can think of is that they really kind of believe that. Um, so they're, they're trying to, uh, they were trying to appeal to those, uh, the one and doneers kind of thing. I, well, I think there's that. And I also think they're trying to, <laughs> they're trying to take all you annual pass holder people and say, Hey, listen, it's great. You, you, you bought a ticket. Wonderful. Um, yeah, but if you want the extra benefits, you're staying on our property. We want all your money. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, oh, okay, I can see that. Yeah, I, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to incentivize you to, to stay with Disney. Is it is it fair? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> right? uh, yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, I, I, my understanding at first was that the paper ticket system uh-huh. was going to stay in play, and then we find out that it wasn't. Right. Um. So, yeah, it's a kind of a bummer. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, uh, he doesn't sound like he had a great of a time with the Fast Pass Plus thing. Uh, you remember you listened to his recording and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I listened to. I mean, I, I kind of felt like you know we covered this like Epcot and Hollywood Studios are always going to be the worst, right? I right. mean, and in Hollywood Studios, you and I didn't even bother with Hollywood Studios. No, we didn't even go on that trip yeah. because we were like of, of, of all the parks to visit, Hollywood Studios. I mean. That place is in such a, a, a period of flux. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, it just feels like everyone's just sitting around waiting for them to announce putting in Star Wars land because everything else over there has kind of been. Just you, kind of you've there. You've done it all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what is there not to have done? Um, and also, I mean, there really is kind of like Epcot. There really is only two things over there worth hitting. Right. Rock and Roller Coaster, Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror. Right. Um, what else do you need? Oh, I'm sorry. uh for some unknown reason to me that I it still boggles <laughs> the mind. People love Toy Story Mania. Right, right, right. I, I, I don't get it. But to me, like Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, that's uh, it's never been a long wait. Right. Uh, no, it's never been ridiculously long. It, it moves pretty quickly, So I um, think. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Spa- I, and he does mention, like, Spaceship Earth doesn't really need a fast pass. You don't really need to schedule mm. a fast pass plus for that. The land stuff, and we talked about this on our trip. Yeah. The land really didn't need one. You know, we could just walk. We, you walked right on. Yeah. <laughs> and I took the long way around. <laughs> yeah. you know? I got on quicker without having the, without using the fast pass than Kevin did using his. Yeah. But the, the funny thing, I mean, and I, I guess I'll just tell the story again just for the benefit of those who don't want to go back and, and, yeah. and, and look it up again. I remember being in line, uh, which got, when we first realized, because you and I went into it kind of cold. Yeah. We didn't really understand the whole tiering thing. And then we yeah. got there. We kind of understood what it meant. Yeah. And then we went to one of the kiosks to kind of um, play with it a little bit, understand right, right. it a little bit better. And when we got there, of course, there were cast members there. And they're right. like, well, what can we help you with? And I'm like, playing ignorant. And I'm like, well, why, why can't I book, um, you know, Pest Track in addition to Soaring? Oh, we're trying out this new tiering thing. And, you know, we're, we're you know, making it to where all the, the rides are. Yeah. are you pick one of these and you got to spread out the rest. And I was like, yeah, but you don't really need a fast pass for the rest. I mean, it's like, it seems like all the good rides, you only get to choose one of those. Is right, that right? right? And he's like, yeah, that's kind of right. And I was like, well, seems to me you got to make more rides. <laughs> yeah. Make better rides or something yeah, like that. Build better ride. I can't remember exactly what I said. And the guy, you know, it was just like no response. Yeah. You don't on really it. have a response to that, you know? No, but I mean, that's unfortunately, that's a solution to that, that, that problem. It yeah. isn't, 
you know, I'm sure they'd love to give us the option of doing like what they do with the Magic Kingdom because yeah. they have more than three attractions at the Magic Kingdom that you could legit want a Fast Pass to. Problem right, right. is, is that um, you're not going to get them like that. No, no, no. It's almost like the old ticket book system, A, B, C, D, E ticket rides. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got a certain amount that you can use on one particular ride. If you want more, you got to buy another ticket. But in the, buy another ticket book. But in this case, you can't really buy another ticket book. Mm-hmm. You know, once you use your three fast passes for there, that's pretty much it, right? You can't like buy additional fast pass pluses. Like you used to do with the the old ticket books, the A through E ticket book thing, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, and, and I'm gonna kind of plead a little ignorance here because uh, you know I really haven't paid attention to fast pass plus since we got back because yeah. y- you concern yourself with it when you're going and yeah. and that's how you, you kind of look at it. But again, I kind of felt like the the, the ticket system was going to stay in place. So what happens to actual fast pass? Is everything now fast pass plus? Yeah, everything's like tra- I know traditional fast pass and Magic Kingdom is gone now. So I'm, I'm, it's, I'm sure they're systematically removing them from all the rest of the parks where you can no longer get a paper ticket um, like you used to. I, I think it, I, I, maybe maybe it's so totally shouldn't, gone. shouldn't Fast Pass Plus now just be Fast Pass because if that's the only element of Fast Pass that exists? Yeah, that makes sense to me. You know, they call it, what was it? I forgot, uh, Legendary? No, Legendary. Some, they just call it some word. Um, uh, something Fast Pass, the old Fast. It's like Coke and Coke Classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Maybe that's what happened to this. They'll go to Fast Pass Classic. You well, know? What a way to do this. I mean, you know, in doing this whole thing with the magic bands and how convenient it was going to be, and you're going to be able to have all this information on your wrist yeah. and selling us all on this notion of, of doing magic bands. And most of us were like, well, we were fine with what we had before, but if you want, sure, we'll wear the band. That's kind of cool. Okay. What they didn't tell you is that, well, they did tell you they were going to revamp FastPass, but they made it sound like this is going to be such a better deal for you. And really, FastPass has gotten a lot worse. You can, mm-hmm. like you said, you can only get three. You, you're, yeah. you're, you're limited to the amount of selections. FastPass is taking a huge hit. I don't know if they, if they were aware of this when they were doing that, yeah. that they were completely altering what FastPass was going to be from this point forward, right. and that really FastPass was only going to be something available to people who stayed on property. Right. Right. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to check out. You know, I'd be, I wonder what would happen if they. I mean, I like the Magic Bands. I dig that. You know, because I've been known to lose Fast Pass paper tickets in my pocket, in my in my wallet mm-hmm. somewhere. Eventually, I find them, but you know, I'm freaking out for a couple of minutes. Um, but I like having it on my band. Now, what if they just took the old Fast Pass system and instead of getting a ticket, you just got it onto your band or scheduled it? You know, why couldn't you just do that? Why do you have to limit it, kind of thing? You know. Why do you have to limit the amount of fast passes that you can Yeah, have? why do you have to limit the amount of fast passes you get during the day? Because, well, my understanding uh, when they when they did it originally was because people would book the fast passes in advance before getting to the park. So when the average, you know, when yeah. the annual pass holders or people yeah. just, you know, happened to come to Disney that day that weren't staying on property yeah. would go to get a fast pass, it would all be... It would all be gone. It would yeah. all be gone. But gotcha. now you're telling... From what my understanding is, is that... There is no more fast pass system, mm-hmm. but there's gotta be. Wait a minute, I have a feeling we're giving bad information here because then why was Lee talking about all these people running to the fast pass plus kiosk? The lines with twenty. Sean. I'm sorry, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Why was Sean talking about all these people running to the fast pass plus kiosk? Because the people that don't have the magic bands, which I think were people that were offsite annual pass holders, couldn't schedule theirs ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I think 60 days ahead of time. Like uh-huh. the people that stayed on resort and got the magic band mm-hmm. and got the magic band and their tickets linked uh, on the, what was the website? Uh, um, uh, my membership. Uh, I can't remember the name. <laughs> um, but it, they, they couldn't do that. 
because they didn't because they didn't have the magic band thing. Mm-hmm. So they had in order for them to schedule their fast passes, they had to go to a kiosk to schedule them. Whereas we could have just signed up with our account, magic band, and everything else on the app or the website and schedule our fast passes ahead of time. So regular people can still do fast pass. Yes, they just can't. Well, at the moment, they can't book it online. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. So it's either you book it that day when you get there, or you, if you do stay on property and get the band, and you can link all your stuff on that one band, you can book your fast passes sixty days in advance. I see. So what Sean's saying is that annual pass holders shouldn't be lumped in with Joe Q Public, right? And and resort guests are given the option to go ahead and, and right. do it in advance. Yeah. I guess I could see that, but I, you know what? I, I think, <laughs> and you and I talked about this, and I'm sure we're going to get into this coming up soon, mm-hmm. is I, I kind of think that DBC members yeah. should yeah. have year-round magic, uh, magic bands uh, issued to them where they can always go ahead and upload. What, I mean, right. uh, what you call it, you know, um, to where they scan it, they automatically, you, like they always ask you to show your DVC card. You right. just say it on your band. Right. You know, you, right. should, you should have a year-round band where that's listed on that along mm-hmm. with your park tickets, along with, you know, um, Whatever. the ability to go yeah. ahead and do, uh, and, and do uh, fast pass. Yep. Annual pass holders, uh, I don't, no offense, Sean, um, no offense to any annual pass, no offense, Kev, you're an annual yep. pass holder. Yep, I'm an AP holder. You know, I, annual pass is like, what, 700, 700 for the year? Uh, is 400, 500 now? Is it 500 for the year? For traditional, the regular annual pass, yeah. I'm, no, I'm talking like top of the line fast pass. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, about geez, that. Um, the one with the, uh, the water parks and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's around like there. 600, 700. 700, yeah. All right. My, uh, my ticket to go, we went for four days mm-hmm. to the Magic Kingdom, uh, to, to Disney. Right. That was $400. Right. Uh, four days. It was right. $400 for when you and I went, one person, $400. Right. Normally, when I go, when my family, when we do our once a year Disney vacation, yeah. we're doing for at least six to seven. Right. I'm already spending close to the amount that it would cost me to just go ahead and, you know, get the annual pass. Right. So, I mean, most of the people who are staying in the resorts are, are spending that money anyway. Right. Plus, whatever they're paying at the resort. Right. So, I kind of see them giving these people a special. Because they're know, spending more money. Exactly. They're spending yeah. more money. Because, I mean, I'm. I'm I, not just that. I guess what I'm saying is spending that money on the annual pass isn't that big of a deal. Right. Uh, because you're getting a great deal. Right. You're, if you're a local, I mean, like I said, normal people who are just coming in to stay a week over at Disney are paying right. pretty much exactly what you're paying to go anytime you want to go right. for the entire year. Right. That's a good deal as it is. Uh, you know, that's, <laughs> I, I, think, I think I'd be happy with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe 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 it's a, a matter of treating the people that have invested in Disney and and and, and, and with, I you know just being nice to them <laughs> or something just you know make them feel well, extra special. But that's I what guess. I that's why I say that about the DVC members because those people right. have really invested spending you know seven I mean you, you renew once a year right, right I mean every year either you can't afford it or you can't afford right. seven hundred dollars or five hundred dollars whatever you're paying yeah. whether you're doing the all inclusive or if you're just doing what would you say four to five for yeah. the, the regular. It's really not that much money. If you're going to yeah. go to Disney once, you're going to at least spend that kind of money getting into the parks. Yep. And just to, just to jump subjects real quick while we're on the fact of DVC, I sent you that you got you saw that thing about membership magic that they're rolling out. 
What was that? Uh, the DVC thing that they're supposed to enhance the membership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about it. Yes. You sent me a link about uh, what they're doing to, to help out the DVC members. Did you, I'm all for them doing whatever they want to do for those people. Did you get anything out of wh what you read at the moment? No. What? Did, what? Uh, 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 I'm, I'm just saying I didn't either. <laughs> I, I didn't see. I don't know what's going on yet, uh, I, as a matter of fact. They said news will appear and things, and you'll have yeah. special things. You're going to have all these wonderful, great things happen, and then you go to find it, and they, I don't. I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see, I didn't <laughs> see it. So I guess as it rolls out, we'll let you know. But I just want to touch upon that strong there, because that, that'll probably take two seconds to talk about membership yeah. magic, at least on this show. Maybe in the, the, down in the future, we'll talk more about that. But I just want to acknowledge the fact that DVC members are supposed to be getting some enhances. Yeah. Not exactly sure what it is. They, Maybe it's something like we're, we're talking about with with with, with uh, the uh, the magic bands and Fast Pass Plus. But who knows? But anyway, that's I, back to back to the original. I'm <laughs> not a DVC member. I am not. I, I don't have a a dog in this fight, really. Right. I'm just common sense. I, those people have invested over the course of what thirty years, right? Yeah, into Disney. If you're an annual pass holder, you've invested one year. Yeah, yeah. And you're paying just about what any family would pay if they yeah. stayed on Disney property and and wanted tickets to go to all the parks for like five to six days. You're yeah. paying about the exact same thing. Maybe maybe there's a hundred dollar difference. Right. But I mean, at that point in time, you're you're you know splitting hairs. Yeah. But anyway, by the time that Sam had went, uh, um, they actually started, I guess recently, within the past week, week and a half, they, uh, annual pass holders should have gotten emails saying that they're starting to get their magic bands rolling out. Oh, so annual pass holders yeah, are getting Yeah, so magic. as of, as oh, of so now, we're recording a show, that point that he makes is moot. So now, now, so now pass holders are going, I guess from his point of view, it's like it should have been sooner maybe. I mean, I don't know. But, but aren't mean, they still beta testing? They were beta testing when we were there. It hadn't yeah, been that long. Yeah. It was like a month ago. So it's 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 coming online slowly but surely. I mean, shoot, it should have been there that we would have had the options to go to the Fast Pass for Beauty and the Beast restaurant. Yeah, right? to be our guest. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, <laughs> but they were beta testing. Yeah, they were beta. Yeah, so you were lucky if you got it. So anyway, look, get, get, hopefully uh, Sam heard that, and then uh, Sean. So why do I keep calling Sam? I, yeah, Sean heard that, and um, you know, hopefully we. I don't know I haven't I haven't seen my Magic Band from Annual Passion, but maybe I'm not getting one since I already stayed there. I don't know. You should be getting like four Magic. Bands. I probably should have ten million Magic. <laughs> yeah. and you know the the cast member did say you could have up to what 20 magic bands on your account i think i remember her saying yeah you can do that but you're just screwing yourself because we had two and yeah. that blew the system yeah <laughs> yeah you just have to you just got to dedicate yourself to one magic band and just do everything with that and you can keep the other ones for souvenirs back at home or something but don't bring them all <laughs> you know especially if they're not linked to your vacation because it can get kind of screwy in there yeah yeah, and stuff. So anyway, to get to the good news, so we're, we're rolling out something for our listeners. Since uh, Sean did such a good job with his uh, recording and his report, um, his recording, he talks about the Fast Pass Plus, Fast Pass Plus system, how it works, and how the tiering works in Epcot. And then, you know, he talks about, um, he actually plays some audio from the opening ceremonies of Epcot, which I've never been to Epcot during Rope Drop. So I have I, no idea what it sounded like until he played it. Um, he posts some uh, ride audio from Test Track. And in fact, he breaks down <laughs> uh, on Test Track. Uh, so that's... Uh, he breaks down like three or four times. Yeah, he does. It's, it's really funny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite amusing. I mean, I'm sure it, it wasn't too fun for him. But, <laughs> you, know, I, yeah, you know, thinking about it, I'd rather be stuck on Test Track and those vehicles rather than uh, the one that we got stuck uh, on. Primeval World. Primeval World. Yeah. I, I don't like those. <laughs> I don't think I'll ride that just because it was so cramped. But anyway... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he posts some audio of that and some other observations of the Fast Pass Plus kiosks. 
Um, so yeah, he did a really good job with that. It's about a 20 minute clip. And what we're going to do is we're going to actually make it a field report because technically that's what it was. Yeah. He was down in the world. He recorded it on his phone. Uh, we're going to make it our next, uh, it should be f- uh, field report number nine coming out. So we're going to release that probably, hopefully the same day or weekend that we released this particular show. And he did a great job. Yeah, sounds, he did great. Yeah. <laughs> he got uh, the ambient sounds that you're always looking for. Kat. Yeah, yeah. The ambient <laughs> sounds, you know, he did a recording. And, you know, that's what we're going to do for you listeners. If any of you listeners are down in the world and want to do a field report, yeah, by all means, record something, you know. It doesn't have to be long. It could be 10 minutes, 20 minutes. You know, he did a, a really long one for 20 minutes, but you don't have to do all that. Uh, if you want to record just a little something like you're sitting in a park or if you're in line. You know, if you're in the switchbacks like at Peter Pan or at Maelstrom and you're just like, you know, let me, everybody's got some kind of recording device, whether it be an iPod touch or an iPhone or an Android or a Samsung or a Blackberry. Somebody's got some recording device on your phone now, regardless of what kind of phone it is. Even the older model flip flip flops flip flip <laughs> flip phones have a recording thing yeah man just break it up record yourself you know say hey guys how you doing uh this is my thoughts blah blah blah, blah. and we'll put you we'll make it an, an official uh, uh field report you know so uh, that's what we can do for you guys you can get involved with this show you know we can actually uh, relate your stories we'll talk about it. we'll comment on the observations that you've made as well on our regular show but yeah if you want to be part of the magic our way family um, and you, you're down in the world, you want to record something, it, regardless of where you are, in, it could be Disney World or Disneyland or Disneyland Paris, or if you happen to be abroad, one of those international travelers, and you want to cover something and you want to hear yourself on the air, man, yeah, let us know. Record, turn it on, record, um, and you're good to go. So, And you can email it to us at magicr8gmail.com, and we'll definitely put it on the show, you know? So that, that I look forward. Hopefully we'll get some more guys down in the parks giving us some reports. Um, and so that would be a, a, a really special experience to hear from you guys. Yeah, and it'll help us keep track of what's going on with FastPass. Because clearly, like I said, once you leave the park, you completely forget about what's going on. Yeah, because you really don't have to deal with it as no. much. So it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, just keep us, keep us honest and then, you know, keep them honest. Let us know what's going on. All right, man. We'll do a couple of end shout outs here. Of course, every week, uh, every time we do the show now, I'm going to be tweeting out and putting on Facebook that we're recording. So if you want to be uh, ask us a question right then and there, man, you can do a, a question on Facebook. And today we got two things off of Facebook. Um, one of the things, uh, my friend Becky actually posted a couple of pictures of the costume design for the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Um, so if you haven't seen these or haven't been released, I'm going to definitely move those over and... and, and um, to the uh, Magic Our Way Facebook so that you can view these. Um, uh, one of our, our friends that's a uh, uh, that's a former cast member said that a lot of the uh, people in, in down in the parks are very excited to see these uh, designs. And if, um, if you're friends with me on Facebook, then you'll probably see this. But if not, I'll definitely post it on. But some really elaborate looking costumes and stuff, uh, birds and... The, Looks like this this one lady has like an ice cream top or something like that, <laughs> a Dole Whip Tilikin top thing. But anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to give uh, just 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 want to give a shout out to her for giving that to us. And we'll and like I said, we'll do a show as soon as we know more about it. And I'll post the pictures on our on our Magic Our Way Facebook. Now, uh, next thing uh, on Facebook, we got our friend Lee here. Uh, he posted a question to us, and he says, "Name one of each that you have not done." But want to do at the world. Number one, a snack. Number two, a full service meal. And number three, a counter service meal. 
All right, man. So we're thinking hmm, snack, counter service meal, and a sit-down meal, right? Mm -hmm. Full service meal. I would go with a snack. I'm going to say a crumb cake from, what was that, Casey's you said? No, yeah, it was Casey's. Yeah, I've never had, and the reason why I say that is that I've never had an honest-to-goodness real crumb cake. And, and, you know, I got hooked on crumb cake, the thought of a crumb cake, from watching, um, oh God, what's the name of that 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 bakery chef? Um, uh, oh, that's gonna kill me now. Um, he's from New Jersey. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, um, Food Network guy. Yeah, the Food Network guy, or it could be a history guy. Uh, You'd have to ask my wife that when I don't watch the Food Network. Oh, too I much. used to watch him a lot too. Uh, names the chef's name is Buddy uh, Carlos Diner, uh, Cake Boss. Cake Boss is the name okay. of that TV show. And he always talks about, you know, how big the crumbs on their crumb cake are. Yeah. And so every time I see it, when I saw that episode where he made one, it just looks so delicious. So I've never had an honest-to-goodness crumb cake. Now, granted, maybe some of our listeners up north will say, hey, look, you can't go to Disney World and get an honest-to-goodness crumb cake. But if I can find one that's at least fresh and not like an Entenmann's prepackaged thing, mm -hmm. uh, that would probably make it better than just, you know, eating a prepackaged thing. Not that Entenmann's is bad. But you know, I want a real. I want to try an actual crumb cake. I mean, granted, I could probably try that anywhere, but you know, it's just not the same if it's not in Disney World. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, what do you absolutely. got? Have you figured out a snack? Do you know? Do you know what you think you do? Well, you know, I just want to make the listeners aware. Like when when you think snacks, I know. Like I've always done the dining plan, and whenever I thought snacks, I thought water, yeah, Mickey bar, you know, popcorn, popcorn, peanuts, yeah. those little Chippendale uh, snack uh, things that they do. Yeah. We get, you know. Things that you get at like the food carts yeah. and stuff. But really, you don't realize the, the full gamut that this thing runs. I mean, a California roll in or, or a spicy tuna roll in Epcot is considered a snack. So this would be like snacked as defined by the dining plan? Yeah. Is that well, what you think? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they leave, snack is intentionally vague. Counter service. It's marked on the map, but right. you'll never have anything marked as to what all is snacks and, and what is just, you know, right. with something you have to pay for out of pocket. Right. So, I, man, I'm creme brulee, uh, baguettes, different little things in here, but I'd have to go with, um, if I'm going to have to pick one. I one mean, that you any, haven't done. Any pastry whatsoever would, would be awesome for me. Uh and and a snack is generally you know that that there's so many yeah. great places to eat. I, I would if I had to go one thing though, I would go with the uh, baklava in uh, Morocco. Baklava, baklava, yeah. Baklava. I'm sorry, I said it wrong. Baklava. Baklava. Yeah. baklava is good. It's kind of it's kind of like a B52s feel. <laughs> <laughs> baklava. Anyway, yeah, baklava. You, you've never had the baklava? No. Ever done there? I think I've I've had that. It's actually quite good. No, no, no. Enjoy. I mean, and, and trust me, if, if I keep scrolling through this list, I'll find something that'll bump that off in no, in no, no time flat. Right, right, right. Baklava sounds really, really good. Um, well, let's go into the next thing. We'll go in order of hierarchy. Frappuccinos and, and, and LeFou's Brew, that's that's listed as being snacks. And a little lamb shank from the, from that same place would probably be just as, as a snack, too. It should be, at least. I mean, it's definitely not a full service or counter. Now, I'm scrolling counter. so fast know. to go through. So, so Kevin, French onion soup over at uh, Be Our Guest. That is, uh, what you call it? That, that's considered to be a, um, a, snack. a snack. See, now, why isn't a turkey leg a snack, though, then? That is weird. Yeah, why wouldn't that be a snack? Yeah. I mean, granted, it's a heck of a meal. It really is. A, it is a meal. It's not a snack. More so than I think, a snack, but I think yeah. you just answered that question yeah. for me. I mean, you eat a turkey leg. I think that's, yeah, it's definitely full. Yeah, but a, a California, cup, yeah. No, a California roll can, can no, that's maybe an appetizer. Not. Yeah, yeah, right. I could eat a bunch of those. 
Um, well, let's move on. Let's go to counter service. So the quick service, maybe counter service thing. And I definitely have one. Okay, go which ahead. Was, and it is the Pepper Market in Coronado, uh, the Re- Coronado, Res- Coronado Resort. Uh, their, their counter service place, the Pepper Market. Really? Yeah, and because I, I, you know, I listen to, you know, I'm a fan of the podcast as well, the other mm-hmm. Disney podcast. And there's a lot of people that talk about how good the counter service is over there at, at the Coronado Springs Resort. The pepper market, you know, they, they, people talk about it all the time. And I guess it's, to, you know, it's a convention resort, so they got to, you know, there's a lot of people that are doing conventions, and they can't really have time to sit down and eat. You know, I've been to a convention, it's like, you're always on the go. You got to go to this, this clinic, that clinic, this presentation, exhibit hall, all this kind of business. You don't really have a chance to actually sit and eat a good meal. I mean, granted, they have that, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they probably want to make their, their quick service pickup really, really quick and good. Uh, for those conventioneers, you know, so that they'll the conventions will want to come back and be hosted there at the Coronado Springs. So um, I've never set foot in there. I've never set foot in a resort. I always hear people talk about it. So the Pepper Market is my vote for something that I haven't done as far as counter service goes. So what do you got? Wow. I don't think there's a single counter service place in the parks that I have not hit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through in my, in my mind trying to go ahead and think of one. And I, I just can't do it. Yeah, I was trying to think of one of the parks too, but it's like yeah, I think I've been to every one in the parks. I know. To be I, honest, you know, from the commissary to Electric Umbrella to yep, um, to see that little dude sing in Tomorrowland. You know, all oh, you talking of about uh, uh, Cosmic Ray? Now you know if I had to pick one that's no longer there, I'd pick the Noodle Station. I've never oh, eaten at the Noodle. Yeah, station. I've never eaten at the Noodle Station too. That'd been you a know, great one. I would. I would love to have eaten there. Which you know, I granted, granted it meets the criteria. I've never would have done it. You know, I, I you probably never would have done it. But what about like in resorts or anything? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm heard you say Pepper Market. I'm like, wow, yeah, there's a bunch of different resorts where I'd like to go in. Like, remember walking into Art of Animation and their counter service was just outstanding. Oh, it was unbelievable. But we yeah. did eat there, so we can't say we didn't do it. Yeah, it's, that's <laughs> the thing. And I was thinking about like uh, the land. I mean, there's a bunch of different, but I've, I've, I've sampled not all. But I've sampled a couple of the different ones, so I mean that might work. I think you know you've eaten there. It was a tomorrow, oh, not Tomorrowland Terrace, Sunshine Terrace, mm-hmm. um, Sunshine Seasons. Sorry, the name of the, the little it. eatery. Yeah, uh, within that, there's a bunch of little eateries. I, I would qualify that, you know, like a counter service. You haven't eaten at all of it, uh, but you've eaten at some of it, and you probably like to try all of it. I mean, that's pretty good. But I don't like that. You know, to be honest with you, I want. I just want to go back to Art of Animation. I <laughs> know, yeah, and, and, and try yeah. like you know, yeah. I tried the. Uh, Oh God, I can't remember what it was. The, the, it was the cheese. If uh, oh that, uh, oh I remember. What you're it's like a fried cheese kind of thing. Yeah, whatever it was. I mean, I remember eating there, but there was so many different other sections. I yeah, I wish to have tried. Uh, man, yeah, I know I'm being wishy washy on this, but uh, you know what? I'll go with you on the pepper market thing because that's one place I've never eaten. Yeah, so well, you've got me intrigued. Just in you talking about it just now, I want to go there. I think our <laughs> next uh, podcast trip, we're gonna have to try that, and we'll okay. probably stay at uh, Artem Animation. I say we do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to check that out. Absolutely. All right. So moving on, we go on. He asks about our, um, what do you call it? Uh, full service meal. I know mine. I've, uh, I've never eaten there. And I've been to the counter service at this particular pavilion, and it's really, really good. And I just hear nothing but good things about the sit-down service. Yak and Yeti? Nope. Not, I've, not, I've been to Yak and Yeti. Okay. Um, I'm in Epcot. And it has entertainment. Oh, the beer garden. No, no. I've been to the beer garden. So wow. I can't say I've d- I haven't done that. I'm thinking, all right, if I say belly dancer. Okay, you're back in Morocco. Morocco, restaurant Marrakesh. Yeah. I hear the food is excellent. 
you know if you've had the the counter Wait, service that's stuff, counter service right no uh that's you're talking about uh, a tangerine terror a tangerine cafe is put me a, down for that that's my counter service i've never been eaten over there oh really put me down for that oh my god they got shawarma <laughs> <laughs> you know i remember us passing through there and being and be like i've never eaten over there but you wanted to do uh japan so i, that, I passed it oh, up oh yeah again. but there you go so that's my counter service. oh yeah Tang- tangerine cafe is incredible Mm-hmm. And I just hear nothing but good things about Restaurant Marrakesh, aside from the fact that they have a be- lovely belly dancer that comes mm-hmm. to dance at table side. But, you know, all the foods and the spices and stuff that they got from that particular region, just it just really intrigues me. And one day, maybe our next podcast trip, who knows? Because right now, I know my kids probably, they might find something to eat there, but it's probably not something that they'd be, they'd, they'd dig. You know, but so that's something definitely that I want to try. I want to eat with my hands, you know, I want to <laughs> belly dance. I want to get the get all up in the couscous and the meats and all that kind of business. I want to wash my hands in the rose water, you know, the rose <laughs> petal water that they use to clean it and everything. I want that whole experience. You know, now that I'm thinking about counter, so, you know, Pepper Mark is good, but now that Spice Road Table is open, I want to try Spice Road Table. Uh, I was going to say that too, but you I know. thought that was a full service. I didn't think. Is it was, full service? Oh, I, I could be wrong then. Well, I want to try that too, dang it. Yeah. But I think Restaurant Marrakesh has been there since the pavilion opened, and I've always wanted to eat there and just never have. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love the food at the Tangerine Cafe, and I'd go back in an instant. I mean, I'd go there and just eat all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that particular. So that's my, 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 my full service restaurant that I want to try that I've never done ever. So what it so, so. I'd say the first thing that pops into my mind is Le Cellier, but I did eat there one time for like the first trip that we went, but we had to rush through because we had to get someplace. I I don't even really remember the experience. So technically, I guess I can't pick that, although that's the really the one restaurant I really would like to hit again. Yeah. So if I can't do that, then I'll pick Victoria and Albert's. Victoria and Albert's. Okay. You, you haven't been there? No. Oh, no kidding. I we, thought you have. No, we passed it there a number of times. You go to Narcoosie's a lot. That's we go to Narcoosie's okay. a lot. Um What's the one right up there, right by Victoria and Albert's? Uh, Citrico's. Citrico's, we've, we've yeah. Been to Citrico's as well. Yeah. Um, but Victoria and Albert's, we've just been never, a, we've never been able to, to to tell ourselves, all right, we're going to submit to being in one place for one time for a long, a long time. time and dress up for it, right? Exactly. Like a dress and code for that one. Yeah. Yeah. You have to dress up. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, that sounds like a, I mean, you know we're compiling our list for our next podcast trip. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, uh, Lee, hopefully that that's, that that quells your question. You know, we'd like Pierce to know what you would say, or if any other listener would like to uh, uh, weigh in on Lee's question, please do. And then next time when we record, I'll send out a tweet and a Facebook post um, uh, asking you to submit any questions and stuff, and then we'll read it on the air on this particular segment. So uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Well, man, Eric, you know what that music means. It means we get to go pick up our food. That's right. It means we get to go pick up our food. We've got to wrap up our show. It's a, it's a long road down this show. This, this, this show had a lot of topics that required a little extra research and stuff to get everything together. Uh, absolutely. A myriad of topics in this particular show. But uh, anyway, yeah, man, I look forward to recording our next one. Uh, and we'll, uh, Hopefully we'll see what pops up. It's funny how we get these shows together. It's like during the course of the week, it's like, Things pop up in the Disney's world, and it's like, oh, we got to talk about that. Oh, yeah. we got to talk about that. And before you know, it, we just end up with another big Q show again, <laughs> which is okay. I don't, I, I don't mind, you know, because yeah. I, I like just sitting around, just talking about different topics regarding Disney. You know, kind of transports me back, and I get to offer a little opinions here and there, you know. Yeah, one of these days we're gonna have to think of a topic to kind of go off on. Yeah, we'll have to go back to one of our traditional shows and just. Assemble. I'll be. We got a bunch. We just, uh, in the hopper. Mm-hmm. And if any of you guys have any ideas of stuff that you want us to talk about and review, and, and uh, some people have already uh, submit uh, submitted some things, uh, shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail dot com, 
or you can shoot us a tweet. Uh, find us at, at Magic Our Way. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com forward slash Magic Our Way. Um, we're on Stitcher, like I said. We're on the Xbox thing. or I'm sorry, Microsoft, Windows uh, thing, Blueberry. Um, you can find us in that portal, um, uh, uh, Blackberry, a bunch of berries, you know, <laughs> and stuff that you can do. Um, but, yeah, hit us up. Find us. Um, oh, before I forget, I want to give a shout-out to Andrea Roberts. Uh, she's following us now on Twitter. She's our latest Twitter follower. So welcome to the club. Hey, it's nice to hear from you, and thanks for following us. Um, but anyway, did I forget anything else? Uh, YouTube channel, websites, coming online, all that stuff so we're working on. We're actually really working on this stuff right now, too. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't fooling. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in fool. We got, we, we're working on a website trying to figure out some things. Um, doing today's show just kind of gave me another idea for an aspect of our site. We might post one of our own unique games. Like I think I know there's a way where you can make a game, and we'll post out a Staceyism game <laughs> as soon as we get our website launched, and we'll let you know. You know, and we're working on the app and everything else. So a lot of good things going to be happening this year after uh, one year, slowly but surely. You know, we just keep moving forward. You know, in the time that we have, and uh, we'll still be around. So uh, I, I don't know. You got anything to say to the listeners out there? <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> right on. We're going to go get our food now. Yes. So. Anyway, in that case, my name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. Hey, man. I'll vote in a second. You forgot to say Quaharini. You can say it. I'm still recording. Quaharini. Oh, we just got to get used to that. So anyway, see y'all later. <laughs>